Hello, listeners. My name is Shannon, and I will be your host for this month's episode of The Doctor's Dilemma. On this show, we interview doctors and patients from across the United States of America. We want to keep you up to date on the ever-changing medical news and updates from around the world and teach you how to apply this to your hometown. Today's episode will be about the Spanish flu, a strain of the influenza virus that has swept across the world this past year. After a word from our sponsor, we will be right back. Over the past four years, our European brothers and our our American sons have been hard at work fighting the Great War. Each day they risk their lives to protect democracy from the Kaiser's dirty hands. So how can you help? By purchasing a war bond right now, you can contribute to the war effort and support our hand-working soldiers as they defend our democratic ideals. With your money, we can build strong supplies and new weapons to keep our men safe. Purchase a war bond now. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we'll be hearing from Dr. Roy Adler, who is stationed in Camp Devens Hospital outside of Boston, and Charles Kinney from the Great Lakes Naval Training Center. Both have had a grueling firsthand experience with the impacts of the flu. Dr. Roy Adler, it's a pleasure to have you on the show tonight. Can you give us some information about the flu? Hi, Shannon. Thanks for having me on. The Spanish flu has ravaged our country in the past year, and we can estimate that we will not be free from it for at least another year to come. Across the world, over 300 million people have been affected by its touch, and the mortality rate continues to sit between 5 and 10%. This means about 20 million people have died so far, and plenty more to come. The flu was first seen in the battlegrounds of Europe along the trench lines. As our soldiers have been transported back and forth between the front lines and their homelands, the flu has been transmitted with them, and soon most of the world has been under the grasp of the Spanish flu. Roy, that's amazing. Even with the vast medical improvements we have made since the days of failed treatments and unsterilized equipment, the flu is rushing across the world. However, the death rates here are lower than those of Spain and Germany. Like Dr. Gordon Hirschberg stated in his recent Washington Post article, with every war comes a vicious plague, and we United States citizens are lucky that the death rates here are so low considering the speed at which the disease has spread. Despite how it may seem, we must be thankful for our country's ability to subdue the disease's murderous capabilities. I work at Camp Devens outside of Boston, and we have over 250 doctors and nurses staffed there at the moment. For 16 hours a day, I monitor my 168 patients' well-being and attempt to keep the disease contained. Myself and the other doctors care for over 9,000 patients. The disease is quite widespread in the Northeast, especially compared to the rest of the country. 16 hours, that is quite the effort. I'm sure you must be exhausted by the end of the day. I hope you can stay healthy healthy, and thank you for caring for our people and soldiers. Next, we will be speaking to our second guest, Cadet Charles Kinney from the Great Lakes Naval Station. Charles, what's it like being in close quarters with the flu every day? Hi, Shannon. Thank you for your question. The Great Lakes region has had a much better time controlling the flu than the Northeast. The doctors at my station have noted a death rate at 1.5%. The number of cases is decreasing quickly. Only about 1,000 of the 50,000 soldiers stationed here need to be taken to the base hospital. Charles, it's quite interesting that the Midwest is able to control the infection. Here in the East, the constant influx of immigrants keeps bringing in new people infected by the disease. Unfortunately, our shipyards and manufacturing centers have been heavily hit by the flu, and these industries are vital to the war effort. What techniques have your doctors been using to keep you and your fellow soldiers safe? Although there is no foolproof cure for the disease, certain precautions can be taken. For example, the patients are kept in a separate wing of the station and quarantine shelters are used. 
quarantines make certain that no one is, who is diseased can come into contact with soldiers or the public. Rest, hot drinks, and soup are some of the best treatments at the moment, and aspirin is used to relieve pain. Additionally, our de- best doctor, Lieutenant Owen Mink, has determined that the use of nasal, nasal sprays and antiseptics can lessen the effects of the disease. Thank you for your help, Charles. As Camp Devins has seen, the flu is a four-day disease. It will either kill you or leave you as good as new by the fourth morning. But nevertheless, we must take care and take every precaution we can. Charles, Dr. Adler, thank you very much for your input on this matter. To keep our citizens safe, each and every one of us needs to do our job to protect the country by washing hands and staying clean before the disease even hits us. Let's take a message from our second sponsor of the day, Soap. Stay clean and prevent the flu with pear soap. Your purchase will not only cleanse you, but also our inferior humans in Africa and the uncivilized world. Ease the white man's burden now with your purchase of pear soap for only 17 cents a cake. Before we wrap up today's episode of The Doctor's Dilemma, we want to thank our sponsors, our music producers, and our special guests, Dr. Roy Adler and Soldier Charles Kinney. As we continue to deal with the impacts of the Spanish flu for at least the next year, remember to be grateful for the medical advances made in the United States. And remember to stay clean and to prevent the spread of the flu to you and those around you. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you soon.